I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Good morning and welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball or code Just Gridiron when you download for a full deposit match up to $100. It is Wednesday, September 28th, and I will be delivering you two MLB best bets along with my two favorite prize pick selections at the end of this episode. Quick recap of yesterday the Tigers came through. Thank you, Detroit Tigers. It was real close. A lot of people gave up, but that's why you can never give up on baseball. It's the best sport in the world, and it's never over until it's over. But we did lose on our props. Mike Trout didn't go over one and a half bases. Blake Snell threw five shutout innings while only allowing one hit and ended up with six Ks, and then they pulled him. We did hit our five-piece prize picks. Well, we went four out of five, which you can find on my Twitter, and definitely be making sure you're joining our prize picks spaces, which we do almost every single day on my Twitter at PeterApple23, which you can find linked in the episode description. Our regular season record is now 214 and 177, winning at a 55% rate. We are plus 38.19 units. Let's get over 40 units again today. First game, Chicago White Sox versus the Minnesota Twins at 7.40 p.m. Eastern. It's Johnny Cueto, a righty for the White Sox, who's 7-9 and a 3-1-5 ERA and a 1-2-2 whip, taking on Josh Winder. Righty for the Twins, 4-5, 4 ERA, and a 1-2-5 whip. We head to Minnesota for the second game of a three-game set. Yesterday's game ended 4-0 after a very impressive showing from Twins starter Bailey Ober. The Twins got to Lynn early and often and put the game out of reach by the sixth inning. Today, I think the White Sox offense bounces back, but I wouldn't count out the Twins' bats either. Both of these pitchers are due for regression. We are nearing the end of the season, so I have to play the percentages here. More often than not, the XERAs tend to even out, especially with pitchers who are facing familiar lineups. When you don't record strikeouts, have a below-average walk rate, and allow hard contact, it all tends to come crashing down at some point. I could see that happening today as both pitchers fit that bill. Johnny Cueto has been an incredible story this year, but at some point, things won't work in his favor. His strikeout rate is in the 6th percentile, and, and 3.99 XERA is a good amount higher than his 3.15 ERA. He's been fantastic on the road, which makes me like this even more, considering that that is due to come back down to earth. His stats against the Twins are a perfect example of this. He has a 2.25 ERA through 12 innings, but has allowed 12 hits and only allowed 3 runs with 7 walks and only 8 strikeouts. Success like this is extremely hard to repeat, and his 3.47 Xwoba 289 expected batting average and a 416 expected slugging against the Twins would agree with that. And Josh Winder is another pitcher who's been extremely lucky this year. His XERA is 5.13. His strikeout rate is in the 7th percentile, and he allows plenty of hard contact. He's been worse at home this season, and against the White Sox, he's been very fortunate. Through 9 innings over 2 starts, he's allowed 10 hits, but just 3 earned runs. In those innings, he's allowed a 286 average. Things are bound to come back to bite him. The White Sox and Twins bullpens both used high leverage arms yesterday and have been around league average over the full season and lately. Both offenses are good enough to score three runs off each starting pitcher and both bullpens should allow at least a run on their own. The 7.5 total is just too low for these two starters. This will be my last and final time fading Johnny Cueto's absurd luck. Factor in another lucky pitcher and I have to do it. 
So the pick is White Sox versus Twins over 7.5, minus 110, 1.1 units to win one unit. Our second game of the day, St. Louis Cardinals versus Milwaukee Brewers at 7.40 p.m. Eastern. It's Jose Quintana, a lefty for the Cardinals, who's 6-6 six six with a 3.03 ERA and a 1-2-2 whip, taking on Brandon Woodruff, righty for the Brewers, who's 12-4 and four with a 3.18 ERA and a 1-0-9 whip. We head to Milwaukee for the second and final game of a two-game set. The Cardinals clinched first place last night with their win over Milwaukee, and now is the perfect time to play the other side. The Brewers couldn't be more motivated to win today. They are just a game and a half out of the final wildcard spot after the Phillies helped their chances with a loss of their own. After last, last night's loss, they have to play well today or their chances of making the playoffs are pretty much over. They know this and their opponent is safe and sound in the playoffs. Brandon Woodruff will get the ball for the Brewers, who has been exceptional in the month of September. He has a 2.76 ERA through five starts this month, but over his last four, he's allowed just four earned runs in 27 innings. He's been extremely good since July began, posting three straight months with an ERA below three. He's been much better at home, rocking a 2.16 ERA compared to a 4.10 ERA on the road, and has been lights out against the Cardinals this year. We have discussed some advanced stats in the previous pick, but that doesn't apply to our guy Brandon Woodruff. Woodruff has a well above average strikeout rate, a low walk rate, and his X ERA is 3.19, just a smidge above his regular season ERA of 3.18. Jose Quintana on the other side may run into problems. Quintana's XERA sits at 382, and his strikeout rate is in the 30th percentile. Both not very good. The Brewers have had their issues with lefties this year, but they've been able to time up Quintana when he was on the Pirates. First off, Quintana's ERA on the road is 413 compared to a 224 ERA pitching at home. Against the Brewers, over two starts, he's allowed 10 hits and 5 earned runs in 9 and a thirds innings to give him a 482 ERA. With all these different factors, I'll be playing the first five innings with the Brewers for better value. I think they take the lead early on, and I've seen this Brewers bullpen blow it enough times for me not to want to lay minus 150 on the money line. So the pick is the Milwaukee Brewers through the first five innings, minus a half, minus 110, which is 1.1 units to win one unit. Let's get into my favorite prize picks selections of the day and the first one so i do technically have three but my favorite one it is dependent on if he plays or not i'm not sure if the cardinals will bench paul goldschmidt but i want to take paul goldschmidt's under six and a half fantasy score normally you don't see a fantasy score for a guy like paul goldschmidt that low but i think it's low for a reason because he has not performed very well against brandon woodruff he's performed fine by the counting numbers he's gone seven for 29 to give him a 241 batting average but the advanced stats point to some regression. 191 expected batting average, 342 expected slugging, 226 ex-WOBA, pretty low exit velocities. He doesn't match up very well. He's also better against lefties, much better against lefties. He's got a 1382 OPS against lefties, 900 OPS against righties. He also has a 700-ish OPS in the month of September. He's just been struggling lately, and I don't think this is a spot where he'll necessarily go off. Even if he can get a hit, maybe even two, which would put him at six fantasy points. Let's say he gets two singles. I don't see him scoring. You know, I don't see the RBIs being there. I don't see him scoring. I think the Cardinals offense will really, really struggle today. But if he ends up not playing, first, my second favorite play of the day is Ryan Mountcastle over half run and RBI on prize picks. First, he's going to face off against Rich Hill, who is not very good. But Ryan Mountcastle especially crushes curveballs, destroys curveballs. It's his best pitch. And we know that Rich Hill throws the curveball 
north of 40% of the time. It's his most used pitch. I think there will be a plenty of runs scored. So even if Ryan Mountcastle gets a walk, I think he could easily get driven in. Or if he gets a hit, he'll drive in the top of the lineup. There should be plenty of runs scored in this game as well. Another one that I'm looking at is Manny Machado over half run in RBI against Julio Arias. He's actually been very, very good against Julio Arias um, in the past. If we look at Manny Machado and how he's performed specifically against the left-hander for the Dodgers, Julio Arias... It has been pretty solid for Machado. Pretty solid. 8 for 25. He's gone yard four times. The advanced stats are even better than the counting stats. 95 mile an hour exit velo, 16 degree average launch angle. That's very, very solid. I think that the Padres can win today. I really do. I think that the Dodgers have basically locked up everything they need to. Julio Arias should pitch fine, but I think Machado's the guy to lead the offense there for the Padres, so I'm willing to take his over half run in RBI. So my two favorite plays are Ryan Mountcastle over half run in RBI, as well as Paul Goldschmidt under six and a half fantasy. But if you if Paul Goldschmidt for some reason doesn't play, makes me like the Brewers first five even more. But I would definitely take a strong look at Manny Machado over half run in RBI. And more likely than not, I will be playing all three. And if you want to play all three with me, use code just baseball for that full 100% deposit match up to $100. Might as well use some free money to play along with us. But we have to remember also, we have to remember that football picks will be live tomorrow for Thursday Night Football, and none of it is gambling advice.